All right, and we're back with the 10 minute talks. Yeah. So uh, last day of 2020 here, um, just did that horrible workout. How's that workout, Jamie? I liked it. I liked that there was choices. There's a little hesitance there. It was like, I liked it. I, you know, you, you, uh, your voice um, got higher pitched. That means you're lying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a trained professional, aren't you? I just make that up. Trained detective. <laughs> Uh, so we're wanting to do the 10 minute talks with some small business owners in the Coda community. And uh, first one, we wanted to kick it off with Jamie because uh, her profession is kind of near and dear to our heart and some of our values at Coda and uh, what's important for us and how we're trying to make a difference in our community and in the world. Uh, so we wanted to you know, feature some, some small business owners and uh, let's get it started. All right. Yeah. So uh, Jamie, how long have you been doing CrossFit like in general? I've been doing CrossFit for 12 years now. 12 years? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, I'm such a newbie. Either. I thought you were in the high single digits. Wow. wow this is my 12th. Uh, like all in Colorado or are you from somewhere else? Yeah, or all, all in, Colorado? in Colorado. All in this area? Started at MBS and then wow. one of Louisville and then here. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. So like this immediate area for 12 years. Yes. This isn't on like our list, but how much has it changed since you started? 12 years, that's a long time. It's changed a lot. Yeah, in it's a good way, a bad lot. way? I would say both. I mean, when I first started, I had friends that, like, almost made it to the games, you know, like back in the day when they were pulling workouts out of the hopper yeah, type of the thing. Hopper, like, the rusty hopper. Yeah, <laughs> the rusty <laughs> hopper. So that was fun always going to, like, regionals and stuff as a gym. And So in your uh, long-time CrossFit experience, would you think it's a good idea for them to bring back regionals? Uh, yes, because right, I like going Eric to Rose them is. to watch them. <laughs> right? So it is yes. a spectator sport. Yes. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And then, so how long have you been coming to Coda? Four months now. Yeah. What do you think? How, what, what do you hate most? I mean... <laughs> I really appreciate your programming the most, oh, in all honesty. I appreciate that it's thoughtful and it's not like go crush yourself every day, but... Except for today. Well, yeah, 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 today. Is, <laughs> you put some crushing yeah. in there, but not every day, and in yeah. in that there's always strength piece. It's interesting. The hopper method was totally random, and now 12 mm -hmm. years later, you're like, I appreciate that it's not the hopper method. I, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, and that workout wasn't bad in 2012. In 2012, there's only 12 movements, but today there's 20 <laughs> movements, so, yeah, a little worse, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, the workout keeps getting longer. My goal is yep. to to make sure I last at Coda long enough to where that can't be like, it's too long yeah. for a class workout. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah right? Imagine yeah. in like 2050. I wonder at what point do we have to make it like a, a partner workout, you know? Okay, yeah. that's probably yeah. a good idea. Yeah, yeah. like there's not Probably soon. Probably, probably soon. soon, yeah, it's yep. getting up there, yep. getting up there. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you do and uh, what your profession is. Yeah, I'm a counselor, mental health counselor. Um, I see individuals and couples. Um, I see teenagers and adults. I don't do children. That's definitely a specialty that um, I refer out to. But for teenagers, adults, I see men, women, um, couples. We Area ranges, you know, a lot of anxiety, depression, lots of anxiety and depression this year. Um, a lot of relationship issues come up, um, so just naturally we're in community with people, so that's always something that is in the forefront. How long have you been, how long have you been doing it? This is my third year awesome. having my own practice. So, Oh, did, yeah. you, did you do like a 
a non-private practice before or any other um, Part of like, I've always had my private practice, but I've done agency work as well, working with, uh, actually it was domestic violence, like perpetrators. So I learned a lot doing that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and wow. I'm thankful for it, but I'm glad I'm in private practice now. <laughs> yeah. I like people that want to come to therapy rather than court ordered is a very different. Uh, that's man. That, that is one way to think of it. Cause I'm thinking about like from like fitness standpoint, it was like, Everybody that comes to the gym comes here because they want to. Yeah. If they were like mandated to come, they probably hate it. We, yeah. They probably wouldn't like us, and they probably wouldn't. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that's uh, just trying to relate it. People to, hate burpees enough already. That's true. <laughs> if they're forced to come to the gym, I right. could have sent my anger management class to to CrossFit. That would have been there. You go. <laughs> that been helpful. That's yeah. That's so. Um, do you like have a? It sounds like you have a broad range of like patients. Like, yes. From, you know. Right now, I have. About half teenagers, half adults. Um, yeah, I I just like anyone that wants to be in therapy, really. So. Is, has this year been like different because of COVID, and and how so? I mean, I, I can yeah. imagine it's mostly online, or maybe all online. I don't know. Right now, I'm doing all online because um, the law says you have to wear a mask if you're in person, and I would prefer not to wear a mask talking to somebody in therapy. Um, I leave it. I left it up to my clients, and most of them chose telehealth. So we went telehealth. It's worked out great. Um, I have a platform I pay for that does it, and it's super simple. Um, I also specialize in EMDR therapy, which is a type of therapy that's for trauma. Um, so, but that can be done online as well. What's EMDR because Casey got fascinating. I don't know what that is. <laughs> fascinating. It's uh, it? eye movement desensitization. EMDR Repro- reprocessing. What it like? What essentially <laughs> is it? Um, okay, in like layman's terms, or when in Kevin terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you're in trauma, you're which you guys understand. Like when you're under stress, you go to fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. Um, so you're in the back of your brain, like your reptile brain, um, and your fronter part of your brain kind of goes offline because your all your energy is focused into like survival. Um, so when you experience a trauma, sometimes things get re, re... If your brain was like a filing system, things can get filed incorrectly and you gotcha. want to put it in the right file. So it was actually designed for PTSD. So gotcha. um, veterans that have, you know, the sound, the smell, anything can bring them back to it because your brain is trying to save you. So it's a really, it's a good mechanism, right? Like it's healthy because your brain's like... I've heard that sound before, your life's in danger, it wants to help you. So EMDR helps reprocess the trauma and say, hey, listen, like every time you hear an ambulance, you're not in trouble. Like it doesn't take away the memory. It's not magical like yeah. that, but it takes away how much it, your reaction to it. It can, it can minimize that. And um, I've had it done on myself and I, I was like, holy cow, this is awesome. And then I was trained in it, and it is definitely something that I value and have used. And um, yeah, it's It's, yeah, pretty fascinating. I mean, I've I've never had it uh, done personally to me, but just doing some research and we had some training on it and stuff. Yeah, I've heard it said similar to that. It's like basically all the files in your brain are still there, but now 
um, we can refile it in a more organized pattern yeah. so that it doesn't like, doesn't get opened un yeah, intentionally. So that, yeah, exactly. So I've never asked you this question. Do you have any sort of PTSD or anything like that? Um, I'm sure there's some there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I've seen you, know, you react to noises before, but it's <laughs> yeah. more of a responsible reaction. Yeah, right? I'm definitely like I'm not yeah. naive to think that like, um, you know, especially although I don't feel like I have anything going on now that it couldn't come up a year, five years, 10 years down the road. And yeah. actually, my last day as like official Norman Police Department employee, I went and saw a psychiatrist and said, hey, like, just want to talk and make sure like, are there any red flags I should stay on top of, you know? And uh, yeah. Is that a redheaded pun right there? Oh, sorry, never mind. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, um, I've, yeah, it, there's, there's certain things that like, it's more of like, if I see or hear, I go back to like a scene that I saw, but not to the point where I like freak out about it. You know, like I don't like throw up or anything, but I just, I don't know, man, the, the brain's a crazy thing. And for people to think that like, you know, you just, you don't potentially need help or you don't need to just like talk to somebody like it's, you know, I mean, Jamie, you're familiar with our Break the Stigma event, are you? Yeah, uh, briefly, he told yeah. me a little bit about it. yeah. Like, yeah, that's why whenever he let it off, he's like, this is near and dear to our heart. It's like, you know, um, everybody needs needs help along the way. And this year, probably more than ever. But um, and then there's so many people, you know, not just guys, men, women, kids, everybody that thinks like, oh, well, I'll just fight through it or like, oh, everybody goes through this. So I like I shouldn't you know, make it a big deal or and everybody responds differently to different things. So anyway, the EMDR stuff, though, man, first time I heard about it, I had a a lieutenant that was telling me about it and he was like, I, I can't explain it, but this is what happened. And I was, I felt like so much better and how they connect thoughts and like you go down the rabbit hole. Anyway, it's pretty fascinating. So yeah. And it, cool. the reason I just had a client do it, it was a male and he goes, Oh, that's trippy. And I was like, <laughs> I know, right? Like I was like, <laughs> yeah. but it worked. It helped him out. So that would be interesting to, to just do. And now I'm like super interested to do even more research and like, and look into it. So. So, so with like the differences this year, what are some like good takeaways for people, for anybody watching if, you know, having, having a tough year or like even not like having a, you know, crazy, everyone's a little probably off this year. What are like some good suggestions or takeaways? I think, uh, one of the things that my clients have appreciated most is hearing like, you're not alone. Like, I think we think we're alone and it feels like we're alone especially like you know you're at home with your kids all day and you're like you know I've clients are trying to work and school and just like it's like this is a lot it's not you like it's not that you're not good enough or that you're like literally it is a ton on your plate and um is whatever you're doing with the pandemic however you feel about it it is affecting your life in some way um so really talking a lot about self-care which in our culture is really i think set to the side so like really making them do it um i end almost every session walking through meditations um really just like it is important for your brain to to even just breathe um breathing is extremely important there's a really good book called breathe um i've heard that one i've been it's on my wish list yeah I listened to the audible of it and it's, it is fascinating how much just your breath can calm your nervous system down. Um, so really just taking time to, to, to exercise, to eat right and do, it is the little things. Um, I think a lot of people maybe start therapy thinking, sometimes I have people come in thinking, you know, one or two hours and we're going to solve 
everything and it's yeah. it's like i hate to break it to you that's like it is a journey and it is about the like 90 percent of the work is done outside the room um, would you say that it's a like continual pursuit or continual process even if you you know you get out of counseling or yeah or anything like do you think at at any point anybody should just be like yep i'm good and like not have to worry about their mental health or anything like that i mean i think you always got to stay on top of it doing your own prayer meditation breath work, exercise, like you got to figure out what works for you. I also am an advocate. I think everybody, it's probably because I'm a therapist, can benefit from therapy. Not that everyone should be in therapy all the time. That's not what I'm saying at all. But like we all have things that we can we can work on and talk about. And, you know, I have a lot of clients that I started three years ago, haven't seen them. And then this year they, you know, they've come back. It's like, okay, we got some other stuff going on. And it's cool because you already have the relationship you already know their background, so it's like we can jump into whatever's happening, you know, hit it hard for a couple months, and then they'll hopefully be on their way, and, you know, when something else comes up. It says a lot, too, about trust, you know, if they haven't seen you in a couple of years, and immediately they're like, all right, yep, something's going on, I need to reach out to Jamie and, you know, yeah. and get through it. That's that's a testament to you and what, what you're doing. Whenever you, whenever you mention, like, um, health or self-care, like, you kind of threw out a couple of examples. What If you had to say, like, top three ways for self-care what do you think um boundaries and that's just like we could talk all day about that but um that's a lot of my work is just teaching people how to how to set boundaries what they look like um we have really bad boundaries especially on the holidays with family what your boundaries are you feel like you have to do something because that's what you do every year and in reality like every year it puts you in a depressive state and it's like you don't actually have to do that um such a good point wow so i think boundaries would be number one um just a good health routine and then health i would say you know obviously nutrition movement um whatever that movement looks like not all not everybody is made for crossfit uh but whatever like can get them moving um, and everyone's starting at a different place, nutrition. Um, and then like sleep, sleep is super important too, that people really undervalue in our culture, I think. So like a sleep routine. That's so interesting. Like whenever, you know, we talk to people about like that, want to get in better shape and we don't just, I mean, we can get, if we can get them in the gym, like we can nail down, you know, their exercise routine. Yeah. But everything outside the gym, you know, and there's so much overlap whenever you talk about mental health because we always, it seems like, promote sleep, you know, nutrition. Um, yeah, I would say some form of self-care, whether it be reading or um, just having a healthier outlook on things and stuff, positive attitude. And it's like, and then obviously mental health is like very similar. So would you say that there's some overlap between fitness, like direct overlap, like people that work out are generally more mentally healthy? Yeah, I mean, I think that I couldn't, I'm not going to state like a, some statistic, but I mean, I've read enough articles to know that like it does, it affects your hormones, your, you know, you get that dopamine hit, which is also lovely, like brings a lot of people back. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, just feeling good about yourself obviously carries over to your mental health. I do, I have quite a, quite a few clients right now who, um, you know, are just into the gym, CrossFit, lifting. And it is a, it's also a good place where we can, like, connect with one another and build that trust, that relationship, because um, ultimately therapy comes down to the relationship in the room. Um, that I know, if you can read all the studies, uh, 
if you don't have a good like rapport with your client, it's just not going to work well. So, um, yeah, it just kind of gives us some common ground. And then, um, yeah, movement's just important. Cool. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, the, the overlap that I'm hearing between like what you're doing and like how we kind of attack our business, like the um, the relationships are what really matter. Like we want to have good programming, we want to have good coaching, and we want to, you know, all those things. But the when people come to the gym and they see their friends and they get to, you know, kind of like sweat with them and suffer with each other and like you build those bonds, you know, obviously you're sweating and and with and suffering with, crying with, 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 <laughs> yeah. crying with people in a different way yeah. uh, with your profession but that's a come do crossfit <laughs> on that note <laughs> so how can people reach you um if they would like to um i have a website at uh, jamiegandolf.com and all my information's on there um that's my email you can email call um and then we just kind of do a consultation for usually 20 minutes, just talk a little bit about why you might want therapy, and then, um, yeah, we take it from there. Awesome. Cool. We'll have to put that up so people can find it and reach out to you. Any, any stray thoughts, last uh, closing statements? Um, mm. I have hope for 2021. That's why I like to I do. That's I feel like, like it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, I know we, we all see it and I know I've, I've kind of griped about it, but I was reflecting on it a little bit yesterday. I was like, you know, 2020, yeah, there's some bad moments. Don't get me wrong. And there's some crappy stuff, but man, talk about like self growth and like learning what you can persevere through and like finding out who, you know, who really matters in life, like kind of some important things kind of get highlighted. So yeah, there's some benefits to it. So I think, uh, I think we could probably use some therapy because we're usually each other's therapists and we don't, (laughs) we don't really know what we're doing, but, but we did, uh, we did have a very good breakthrough a few months ago. Um, We had a great breakthrough. Yeah. I don't know who therapistized each other, which one, but, uh, I don't think that's a verb, but, uh, (laughs) but we really changed our mindset to like growth mindset and, uh, tried to, you know, how can we use this whole, this bad situation this year to become better and, you know it's yeah it's been great it's been way more rewarding that's awesome it's kind of the mentality of abundance yes love it which is really love it yeah that's good stuff well uh thanks for doing this with us um you know we really really hoping to do something this next year with break the stigma and and make it a a really big further reach uh, and try to affect as many people as possible and we'd definitely like to involve you in it somehow and so thanks for thanks for coming out today Thanks for having me. Thanks I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for, having me. Yeah. Thank Thanks for you. being part of Coda.